Hi there, welcome to the December edition of Central Indiana Today. My name is Shane Ray, I am your host. Today we have uh, an all-holiday themed uh, show, if you will, which you wouldn't expect any less, right? Our first guest is going to be Kelly Benedetto. I hope I said that right. I usually get it wrong. She is with the Danville Chamber of Commerce. She's the executive director, and she's going to be talking with us about Winterland, which is going on right now, among other things with the chamber. Also, we're going to be talking with Miss Mackenzie Kroos. She is heading Project Angel right here in Hendricks County, more specifically Brownsburg, I should say. So uh, we'll be talking with her about that. And then uh, at the end of the show, we will be talking with John McLaughlin. He is the big attraction for uh, the Carmel Symphony Orchestra for their Holiday Pops. He's from uh, Westfield High School, and he's got quite a few fans here in central Indiana. We'll get more of information about that from him a little bit later on. So you stay right where you are on Central Indiana Today on 98.9 FM and streaming on WYRZ.org. Central Indiana Today. Shane Ray talks with the newsmakers in and around Hendricks County. And now your host, Shane Ray. Shane Ray, we are live. Let me rephrase that. By the time you hear this, it'll be recorded. Uh, but I am talking with Kelly Di Benedetto. I always have trouble with it. It's my own fault. I apologize for that. But how's Kelly? I'm great. I'm great. Good. Excellent. We are here at the uh, Danville Chamber of Commerce. Of course, you're Danville Chamber of Commerce Executive Director. I should have said that. Um, uh, let's remind everyone uh, about the Danville Chamber of Commerce, the hours, and where they can get more contact information and maybe if they want to become a member? Sure. We are open Monday through Thursday at, um, and our office is actually in the Downville Town Hall. Um, we've got an office set within the building there. Um, and we are open Monday through Thursday, 8 to 4 p.m. And stop in, say hello, or email us at info at danvillechamber.org if you want more information. Exactly. It's a great place to find out what's going on in Danville. Great for the businesses of Danville to find out what uh, the other businesses are doing and uh, how uh, the Danville Chamber can help them. It's uh, it's perfect. And speaking of which, we have something coming up as uh, the Danville Chamber of Commerce gets closer, or actually everybody gets closer to the holidays and uh, it's kind of a tradition now. You want to tell us about it? So we host Winterland. Um, we partner with the Danville Parks Program and we have a holiday light show um, that families can drive through in their cars and see all the lights and enjoy the evening. Um, Santa is in the train station on Friday nights and Saturday nights mm. at um, the park. Now, uh, when does this actually start? We open November 19th this year through December 26th. Okay. Santa will arrive um, the Friday after Thanksgiving. 
Now, uh, wow, Friday after Thanksgiving, that's perfect. That's Black Friday, which is also great for the Danville businesses. Gives them uh, the the folks an opportunity to drive through Winterland, especially with the kids, even better. See Santa, go to the stores and shop around, and maybe they even find some of that stuff that they told Santa about. Great timing, right? Perfect timing, perfect (laughs) timing. We also are, just a side note, Mm -hmm. um, launching um, Shop Hendricks County, Hmm. which is a live local website um, for members um, to sign up on and you can shop local Hendricks County and that is with all four chambers Brownsburg, Avon and Plainfield so that's another great way to holiday shop this year. Yeah, exactly. Now, uh, all of you, uh, and I've said this before, but it's been a while, but I'll remind everyone, all the chambers in the county work together to grow the Hendricks County as a whole. Is that a good uh, summary? Absolutely. We we collaborate a lot on a lot of different projects, which makes it nice, which makes this a very unique um, county. Yeah. Um, some counties, are the chambers are fighting against each yeah. other for their memberships and those kind of things, or some have just merged into one. Um, but we have four different unique chambers, um, but we all work really well together. Yeah, exactly. Now, if folks want to know, well, maybe do you have anything in the hopper, as they say, as far as what's coming up in the next year that uh, the Danville Chamber of Commerce is going to be involved in? So we actually are working on our calendar and our board will be approving that next uh, next week. Mm-hmm. Um, we will obviously do the community awards. Um, I don't know if you've heard, but it was amazing this year. We did it actually on the square at night, all the lights, um, super fun. Um, so working on something to really elevate that again next year. Um and then uh, pretty much our, our typical typical things. But we've got some more uh, membership-driven um, things that we're going to add on to the calendar next year. We're going to start a Connect Four group, mm-hmm. um, which is basically a small networking opportunity um, to really get just four people at a table to really network and, and find out what how those businesses can support each other. Excellent. Now, if folks want more information about Winterland or they want to know uh, about the chamber itself, let's remind them what What's the number they can call? 317-745-0670. And of course, there's a Facebook page. And what's that website? Uh, website is danvillechamber.org. Excellent. Sounds great. All right, Kelly. And of course, we'll be keeping everyone up to speed on what's going on in Winterland as we tell them all about that through the Christmas season and uh, just in general, what's going on with the Danville Chamber of Commerce. Thanks for being our guest today. Thank you. Our next guest is Mackenzie Cross, as I told you, of Project Angel. Project Angel is a nonprofit that is being featured or spotlighted on uh, this episode of Central Indiana Today. And our nonprofit spotlight is underwritten by the Republican newspaper. Finding out what your town council, school board, or county commissioners are up to can be accomplished with a Republican newspaper in Danville. Started in 1847, they've been providing local news, sports, features, and more. Subscribing to the paper is possible by calling 317-745-2777, and they can be followed on Facebook by searching for The Republican. Well, I have been telling you all about her. It's Mackenzie Kroos. She is with Project Angel, and more specifically, we're going to get into a little bit about her as well as Project Angel and uh, how it all works here in Brownsburg. First off, how's Mackenzie? I'm doing great. Glad uh, glad to hear that. Excellent. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm a local resident of Brownsburg. I have my business in Brownsburg, and I have been actively involved within the community since I started. 
um, back in 2015, and I am loving every minute of it. Excellent. Now, uh, remind us, what is your business? Um, I have an insurance agency in Brownsburg, so I've been doing that for over five years, and I wanted a way to give back, and that's actually how I got involved with Project Angel, because they help the local residents in Hendricks County, as opposed to the other local places like in Indianapolis, I wanted to get back to the people within that I served. Right. You're kind so. of, you're trying to go hyper local, so to speak, instead of, you know, big chunk of Indiana or whatever you want right here. Yes. Okay. And so I just, that's something that I am really passionate about. And so I actually did a fundraiser for them when I first heard about them mm-hmm. and then they were looking for members. And then that was when I signed up with them. And then from the time I started, I was a member, became the vice president, and now I'm the president of the organization. And it's just amazing how much we've grown um, in the last three years that I've been involved and just with the board, with everyone involved, with the community. I mean, it's just awesome to see. So. Yeah, exactly. Uh, tell us, for someone who has never heard of Project Angel, tell us what it is. So Project Angel, um, we have been around for over 40 plus years. Um, what we are known for, or what our claim to fame is, is Christmas. Mm-hmm. So we help local residents of Hendricks County um, provide them three wish list items for their children, as well as we always provide an outfit and a winter jacket, and then we also provide food. So we have two big sides, the toy drive, which a lot of just the Project Angel board members are very involved with, Mm -hmm. and then we get the community sponsoring, and we have the angel trees, and we have, we've tried to make it to where they're more involved that way, and then we have our food drive side, which starts on November 29th. Mm. at uh, Avon United Methodist Church, which has been a huge supporter of us over the years. And that is where the local schools, um, Avon is one of them that has been a huge um, supporter and and collecting food. And so then for two weeks, we'll have our food drive. And then our, our delivery day is on December. December 11th and that is when the local residents are allowed to come and help deliver to the item or deliver the items to the families and that includes lots of boxes of food and then the toys so it's a big thing um and it's really cool just to kind of see how everyone just all comes together yeah so. Uh, it is. Uh, I mean, I've been involved in several uh, of uh, nonprofit uh, situations like that around the county, and it's fascinating that just how an idea, and then you get more people together, and all hands make the work light, as they say. And so uh, it's fascinating to see how that all comes together. Now, um, when it comes to Project Angel, uh, is this the first time that you've worked with the town of Brownsburg, specifically the town municipal government? Actually, no. Last year, um, well, two years ago, they do the can drive, mm-hmm. and it just didn't work in the in in it at the time mm-hmm. um, because of just the scheduling of it. But last year was the first year that we did the the large one, and we did the tree, and it was huge. I think with COVID and everything, people were just more 
people are always giving at this time of year, but sure. it was just a different turnout that was just awesome to see. And so I remember last year going and picking up toys constantly and just seeing, it was kind of fun. Like you would go into the parks department and you would see all the toys and then you would see all the food. And it was just like this mass and it was <laughs> just packed. And so this year I reached out to them again, just to, Hey, like we had a great turnout. Like it was just fun to work with them. Mm-hmm. And I was so glad that they were on board because I think that it was just a great way to kind of continue this and keep going because it's just a great turnout. Yeah, and so. yeah, exactly. Uh, and I think joining in with, uh, a, 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 like in this particular case, a municipal government, the word gets out a lot easier, a lot better because they have so many me- contacts in the media. That's how I heard about it this time anyway. And it was through a town uh, newsletter. So uh, I can see why that worked out so well. Now let's explain to everyone how many trees are in Brownsburg and uh, where are they? So we... We have about 18 trees set up in Hendricks County. Okay. Um, to be exact, I want to say there's at least four to five trees here in Brownsburg. Um, Hendricks County Bank and Trust, they have five locations, so it's all throughout Hendricks County. That's oh. a huge one. Yeah. And then the Energy Spot Brownsburg has a tree. And then... Um, the Brownsburg Parks. Okay. So Hendricks County Bacon Trust has two locations in Brownsburg, so they make a big um, sub- chunk of our Brownsburg locations. Sure. But yeah, so actually today is the day where all our trees should be set up. Um, and if anyone is interested in purchasing anything on those angels, this is kind of, we, we decided to do this because instead of sponsoring a child that usually can range from 250 to $300, you can still sponsor a child on their specific item. So you can still give back without having to do the full child's wish list. So um, we just figured this was another great way to get the whole entire Hendricks County involved and still give those people that want to help but can't do the full amount, an opportunity uh, opportunity to do so. Yeah. Uh, we're talking with Mackenzie Kroos uh, with Project Angel. Now let's, uh, re- let's tell everyone how this works. You go into one of the places that you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. There will be a tree in there, and there are cutouts of angels. And on it, what, what do we see on one of those angels? So, uh, for example, let's say the Brownsburg Parks. You would mm-hmm. go to the town, you would pick your angel, and you can pick whatever angel you would like. Mm-hmm. It will be one item for that child. And so you'll take the angel, and just let's just say it's a shirt. Right. It has the size, it has everything, the age of the child, everything that you need to know. You'll purchase that shirt and then bring that shirt back with that angel unwrapped and then that's when we will go and pick up those items so we don't like our items to be wrapped because we still like for the families to feel some you know do the santa ness um with gift wrapping right so we definitely uh have seen over the years that people wrapping are like, oh no, don't worry about it because we still have to double check. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's what you will uh, do. All right, now uh, those are available right now. And when is the cutoff as far as uh, turning those gifts in? The cutoff is November thirtieth. So we ask that you know as soon as you get your angel, bring it back as soon as possible, just because we're collecting all currently right now Mm -hmm. Um, and this will help us make sure we get those families taken care of before our delivery day on 
December 11th. Okay. And then what about the food? Is that also, does that have a cutoff? The food starts November 29th and the cutoff for that, well, everything is brought in and the end date for that is December 10th. December 10th. Okay. All right. Now, if folks want more information, they want to get involved, they, uh, do they need to contact you or the town or what do they need to do? Um, they can get on our uh, website. It's projectangelofendrickscounty.com mm-hmm. or our social media. We're really big on social media. Um, that is kind of where we keep everything up to date as far as like sponsoring children, um, where our tree locations are, anything and everything that's going on. That is our biggest communication to get the word out on what's going on during this time. All right. Sounds good. And of course, if you as a listener missed any of that information, you can get in touch with us here at the radio station. Call me 317-852-1610. If I don't know the answer, I'm going to get you in touch with Mackenzie. She's going to help you out ASAP, right? That's right. All right, Mackenzie. Thanks for being our guest today. Thank you so much. Well, as I've been telling you, I now have him on the phone, Mr. John McLaughlin. He is, uh, well, we'll get into what he's actually doing as our guest today. Uh, First off, we'll get a little bit more information about him. How's John today? Hey, John's doing great. I like that I'm starting off referring to myself in the third person. That might be a first for me. Well, that's what I'm we're all great. yeah. That's what we're all about here on WYRZ is uh, firsts and you know new beginnings yeah. and things like that. Uh, now, John, uh, you are going to be doing something with the Carmel Symphony Orchestra in just a bit, or rather, we'll talk about that in just a bit. But first, we want to get to know a little bit about you. You are. Uh, I mean, if the folks listening right now say, I know that name, that's because uh, he's a local guy, I guess you could say. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Right. Yeah, I'm from Anderson, Indiana, born and raised, and I went to Highland High School, Anderson University, and uh, my wife and I, my wife Amy, who's also from Indiana, we lived in Indianapolis uh, up until about six, seven years ago, and then now we live in Nashville, Tennessee now. We just couldn't resist the pull of Nashville. But all the families still in Indiana, it's still kind of, uh, you know, where the heart is. But this is, uh, to bring it back to first, this is my first time playing with Carmel Symphony Orchestra, so I'm super excited. Well, that was my next question, yeah, uh, is if you had ever played with the Carmel Symphony Orchestra. So this is your first time, and what we're talking about is you're doing two shows, uh, the Holiday Pops on Saturday, December 18th at Westfield High School Auditorium on that day, and you have some family coming up to join you for that, is that correct? I do, yeah, my brother is going to be on drums. He's a killer drummer, my brother Jeff, uh, and he actually teaches at Westfield High School. So he'll be on the drums, and uh, his another cool thing is he teaches a steel pan class at the high school. And so we're actually going to have his steel pan students come out and play on a song. Now that, I'm super pumped about that. That's pretty cool, yeah. Uh, and, and I'm... Of course, this will be holiday music, and I guess some mm-hmm. people are going to be saying, steel drums, holiday music. Is it going to feel like we're having Christmas in Jamaica? Yeah, another first. You know? <laughs> I'm just trying to expand people's horizons here. 
Yeah, that's what it's all about. Uh, now, when you uh, are playing up there with him, and uh, I, I, I guess the real question here is, uh, what does that feel like to have him up there with you and right back here in Indiana? Well, you know, when I first started out writing and, and playing shows, it was when I was in college in Anderson, and my brother Jeff would play with me all the time. I mean, he was my drummer, you know, for those first couple of years. And then, um, you know, he, his wife, Sarah Scarborough, is an amazing singer-songwriter. She played with the Carmel Symphony, I think, at their last Holiday Pops concert. Um, and so he plays with her, but every year we play kind of like this family show together at the jazz kitchen in Indianapolis. Mm. And, uh, and so that's like my, my one time a year that I get to play with my brother. And this show with the Carmel Symphony is going to, you know, replace that jazz kitchen show for this year. But it's, it's amazing. I mean, every time I'm at the piano and I look over at the drum set and my brother is there and we're making eye contact and we're making this music together it's just it's just the best it's like you know it feels like old times it's just incredible so i'm i'm super pumped and i'm so glad that we're doing two shows too because you know one show is not enough exactly Exactly. Uh, you know, when uh, when it comes to a great orchestra like the Carmel Symphony Orchestra, do you get uh, enough rehearsal time? Do you enjoy the rehearsal time? Uh, how is that? Uh, and how much time do you get uh, before the actual show? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, so I've, I've played with the Indianapolis Symphony Orchestra, the Anderson Symphony Orchestra, and both times, you know, typically when you got that many people involved, you know, time is limited. You know, mm -hmm. so you you might get a rehearsal. Sometimes you don't really get a rehearsal. You just they show up and, you know, they're all amazing musicians. So they're just reading every note on the page and you're just holding on for dear life, you know. <laughs> and, you know, but for me, we we are going to do a couple rehearsals and then a couple shows. And so I'm so glad that that's the case because a just playing with an orchestra is just the greatest thing in the world i mean i'm 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 so lucky that i've been able to play with a full orchestra you know maybe eight nine ten times in my career so far and this one will be especially special because i've i've wrote all these orchestrations myself which makes it a exciting and b terrifying you know because there are a couple of these that are new that I haven't heard before. So the rehearsal is almost like the most exhilarating part because you're hearing these, these parts for the first time. I'm hearing like in real time, I'm hearing like, oh, that cello part that I wrote. Oh, yeah, there it is. Like, oh, that sounds so great. It sounds so much better than it did in my head, you know? Yeah. So you really just, you, you, you got to just soak in every moment because there's no, you know, there's no stopping and starting over. There's no like getting 75 people to, you know, do it one more time. You got your time is limited. So it's really precious. You, uh, as you said, these, some of these, uh, songs are your own arrangements. Now, uh, are these going to be new? Are they ones that maybe we've heard in, uh, you know, uh, either with another band orchestra or maybe out on CD or something like that in the past? 
Yeah, so about half of them will be uh, our songs that I've performed with the Anderson Symphony Orchestra. Uh, I did their Christmas um, Pops concert back in 2018. And so I've, I've, uh, I've got to hear those orchestrations. But I put a Christmas record out last year. And so there, there'll be a couple new ones off of that where I obviously haven't performed those yet because, you know, everyone was on lockdown. Mm-hmm. So the, there'll, there'll be a couple new ones that, uh, that we haven't heard before. Okay, excellent. What are some of the other, are we going to have standards in there as well, Christmas standards? Yeah, we'll have some standards. Yeah, I've got a, uh, one of the first arrangements that I ever did was uh, about seven, eight years ago, I put together an arrangement of Jingle Bells, which, you know, there's, there are a million arrangements of Jingle Bells, obviously, in the world. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, what is, what's my take? How can I add to the, to the already too big pile of Jingle Bells arrangements? And my brilliant genius idea was, well, let's just do a, an arrangement where we play as fast as we possibly can. Oh, so it's all, it, it's a, it's an exciting one because every time, you know, my brother and I and the band have, have played it many, many times over the last seven, eight years. And every time it's just like you're holding on for dear life <laughs> and it's super exciting. Oh, that's cool. Hey, uh, now we do want to remind everyone that, um, this is, uh, as we said, uh, the Carmel Symphony Orchestra that has partnered with Hamilton County's Merciful Help Center. They'll be collecting items at both Holiday Pops performances, benefiting people in need throughout the area. So they're asking folks when they come uh, to maybe bring a blanket, uh, some new hats and gloves, new socks uh, and underwears, as well as hygiene items that's really needed as uh, the weather gets cold. And uh, we think that's great that um, the Carmel Symphony Orchestra is doing that. Also, uh, it, 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 yeah, and it is sponsored by IU Health North Hospital. This takes place at 3 p.m. and 7.30 p.m. It's on Union Street in Westfield, Indiana in the auditorium so uh if uh, you missed any of the information well you know where you can go you can go to carmelsymphony.org and uh there's information not only about this performance but uh, future performances and there's even a way uh for you to find out how to get tickets right there and uh, under the uh with uh, covid and all of that stuff are you able to meet uh, any of the public right now yeah, you know, I'm I'm actually out on a tour right now. I'm in Seattle right now, and uh, I've been able to, you know, go out after the shows, go out to the merch table, and you know, obviously anyone who who wants to, who feels comfortable with that, is able to come. Everybody's masked up, and it's, it's been it's been good to get some sense of, you know, that kind of like human connection on the road, like we used to have. Yeah. So, yeah, it, yeah it, we'll do that in Carmel as well. Well, that's good. That, that's a real challenge. One of our our uh, one of our other personalities has just, within the last uh, few weeks, done an interview with the Kentucky Headhunters as well as uh, Danny Hutton of Three Dog Night. And they talked about how they've had to cut out the meet and greets. And uh, they really miss it, and they're they're looking forward to a time when uh, they feel safe enough to do that. And it's great that you're in a position where 
everything is safe and uh, you can actually meet them or meet the public. So check that out at the merchandise table. Look for John. That'd be cool. And then it'd be even better if you say, hey, I heard you on the radio station. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? That would be cool. It always <laughs> feels good when people say that. Yeah. All right, John. Uh, if, uh, have we pretty much covered everything? I think we have, yeah. Okay. Now, if folks want to know where you are, what you're doing, all of that, uh, you have a website or, or maybe a uh, social media they can go to? Yeah, you can follow me at just at John McLaughlin. And uh, my website is, is just johnmcl.com, J-O-N-M-C-L. It's a tough name to spell, so we were trying to help people out on that website. <laughs> John, thanks for being our guest today. Hey, thank you so much for having me on, Sam. You've been listening to Central Indiana Today with your host, Shane Ray. 